What's up, you guys? This is your girl, Jermaine. And I'm Jessica. Wow. Mm-hmm. We should start an extra. <laughs> it's like you just top yourself every week. I don't understand. I'm letting them have it. Like, did you hear that riff? It was like, oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they just deep side. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to have to pay me for that. Like this, like you guys listening, I'll go ahead and send my cash app Venmo because you don't just get free exchanges of energy around here. You don't just get to hear me riff like that, and you're not going to contribute to my creativity. Nobody is putting that on their ringtone. <laughs> Why are you hating, son? <laughs> just being honest, girl. All right, tough love, tough love. It's okay. What's yeah. good? We are ascended queens in this piece. In this piece. I feel like this is kind of a moment of calm right now. It really is. I noticed, like, I'm hyping. You're calm. Oh, for me, I'm calm. Life is coming at me. So I I feel like this is me being in my zen, for sure. Yeah. You're making me have to pull out my my baritone. (laughs) Okay. We're setting the mood. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A little deep. Okay. We love phone sex operator voice, <laughs> Jess. <laughs> I really, you know what? I mean, if 2020 and 2021 ain't the years of side hustling, you know what I mean? That could be a little, I'm just saying. Just Between your riffs with and my- the phone sex operator voice, like, what what are you doing? <laughs> Hit me up on Fiverr, the app, <laughs> if you haven't heard of it. <laughs> what is that? It's an app that, like, it has all these different services. A lot of them have to do with like, you know, creating animation or IT, whatever. It could be anything, oh, right? Okay. But, um, you know, it starts at $5. So what I'm trying to say is if you need, you know, a little <laughs> back, sexy background voiceover, back, background. I want to basically be <laughs> Lily from SWV. I want to be uh, Devante from Jodeci. You know, the ones that can't <laughs> sing. The ones but that they you just don't even paid. remember who they are. Exactly. I'm really confused about. Who's Lily? She was a little light-skinned one. That's what I'm saying. She was getting paid, though, the same as everybody else. And all she was doing was, like, do-wopping in the back. I could do that. Oh, okay. Shout out to Lily because she, looked, you know, no no judgment. But I'm just saying, she wasn't out there, like, blowing super hard. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Yeah. So well, how are up. you, Jessica? I mean, <laughs> just- other than trying to get the holler hookup. Right. With fiber or whatever. Also, Just, you know, hopefully, you know. What? I don't know. Hit her up. Dude, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I mean, I may be, <laughs> you know, I may have to check with a few people and see if it's, you know, how they feel about, you know, me getting into phone sex operating, but I'm here for it. You All know, right. you gotta, you gotta make money where you can. Um, you know, get your check, girl. Get your check. Get the bag. You know what I mean? Nobody said how you have to get it. I don't think I have enough wine for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm good. I am actually really good. Um, you know, just going with the flow. Little excited. It feels like a little bit of weight has lifted somewhat. So I don't know how people, you know, think about it in LA that a little something something has gotten lifted. I don't know if that's a great sign or not, but internally I feel good about it. Um you know, I'm just over here still holding space, still just, I think just getting downloads and insights and like talking to my friends, talking to you, just always having, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like just being available to whatever it is that, you know, the universe is trying to teach us at this time. But so many lessons are, I mean, it's just, it's just a plethora of lessons that we have the ability to learn right now about ourselves, about the world, about our place in the world and everything's sure. being turned upside down. You know, the man that knows something knows he knows nothing at all. Like, all that is happening right now where you're like, everything you thought you knew is just being mm-hmm. completely blown apart. And I love that. I love it because I feel like 
people like you and I that have delved into those deeper aspects of life, like this is our realm, if you think about it. Like this is, you know, people being super creative and innovative and being able to be with self and having to expand and delve into other parts of themselves. Like this is this is what we do. So other than it being very uncomfortable and us being over it to an extent, for sure, it's also like still exciting. We're talking about the pandemic. Yeah, I was trying not to say the name, but yeah, <laughs> talking about you know the atmosphere you know of the planet right now. I love you know I love that some people are fighting you know for their rights. I love that some people are saying, "I'm just going to be super." I love all of it. All right. Yeah. So I'm good. What are you What are you up to? What's going on? Model. <laughs> I've been working and minding my own business. <laughs> I mean, that's first and foremost. Um, yeah, I've been really busy. Uh, and plus, also, life has been hitting me kind of hard. But it's okay because, you know, obviously, one, like, I don't, I don't know. I guess I just don't see things the way that I used to see them, like, as a kid. Like, although, like, so basically, just to fill you all in, like, I have an aunt who... Basically, she's passing away, um, and it's it's interesting. Like this is like one. Of, this is like my favorite aunt, you know. Um, and although I'm like sad, like very sad, but like I also like, you know, it's it's like okay, like she had a great life, and I'm so thankful to have known her and all the experiences that I had and all of that stuff too. You know, it's like, and I'm very calm about it. Mm. At the same time, it's like you're sad, but then you're also calm about it. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but also working a lot. <laughs> I actually literally just drove back from San Francisco because, you know, my ass is again, like I said, y'all, I'm not ready to get back on the plane. I'm just really not. Um, unless like I can have a full on hazmat suit. I'm a little germaphobic sometimes. <laughs> right. Same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this, that's, and this is normal Jermaine, not even pandemic Jermaine. So, um, yeah, I just had to kind of, I just, I like driving. It's good. It's good for me. And actually, my drive, even though I had, like, the most beautiful drive today, I will say this. Driving back from San Francisco, the grapevine was closed, and I had to, like, actually drive an hour and a half out of the way, like, all the way around Bakersfield, up through the mountains and all of that stuff. But it was, like, so beautiful i think that's also why i'm very zen right now too because i just had like this beautiful drive through the mountains it was like snow on the ground mm. like <laughs> i was like wow this is beautiful i kept saying that out loud i was like wow <laughs> like like that too like just real extra um yeah i don't know so life's good i really can't complain i'm so thankful to have breath in my body mm. um I'm here. I'm still doing it. We're, you know, let's, let's go. Yeah. 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 It's go time for sure. Like in so many different ways. Right. Yeah. I'm down. Well, I love it. And that, you know, relationships, um, between, Mm -hmm. first of all, let's say this for your, your aunt who is passing, Mm-hmm. We just send her so much love, so much light, so much yes. divine guidance, protective energy, just knowing that, you know, her team, her guides, her ancestors are all with her right now. Just really, really knowing that and knowing that it is going to be the most beautiful, spectacular transition and yeah. that she is welcome to, you know, continue to engage and interact in your life and all of all of life. However, oh, absolutely. She's fit. Yeah. Yeah. I even told her, like, I actually got an opportunity because obviously with COVID, like, it, like, you know, you can't really be exposed. But I had an opportunity to actually tell her, like, you know, hey, I love you. Mm. You know, I just just, you know, speak my piece. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and sometimes you don't always get to do that. Yeah. And it was a beautiful moment. So, you know. All, all of her brothers and sisters that are on the other side, my, my other uncles and aunts and my grandmother, because um, actually so she's my great aunt. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's my grandmother's sister. They, you know, they'll be welcoming her into um, another realm, you know? Yeah, that's so awesome. God bless her. I'm gaining another angel. Yeah, it's the, it's <laughs> yeah. the best way to look at it. And, mm-hmm. um, 
and they're so you know because a lot of people are losing people and i know mm-hmm. it's just it's shocking over and over again and yeah i mean it's hard to get to a place where you definitely like you were saying like it's it's very shocking it's hard to get to a place where you're like all right like i'm I, they're at peace like you know to be pleasant and peaceful about it yeah it's that takes time so i don't want anybody mm-hmm. to misconstrue where I'm at with this because not only was my aunt, she's 87 years old, you know what I mean? So she's lived a full life. Um, and you know, I've known my aunt a whole life and like, I, she's kind of been like getting sicker and sicker over the last few years, like just with different ailments and stuff, obviously like natural wear and tear of the body. So I just think that for me, I, I mean, doesn't mean I'm not sad. Like I literally told you, I was like, I'm, I'm sad. Like I will miss her. Like yeah. I will miss her terribly. Um, like I can literally still hear her actual voice. I just talked to her like not that long ago. Um, and it's like, I literally still hear her voice loud and clear in my head, mm. you know, but that's something that I choose to cherish over the sadness, right. you know? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's such a, it's like uh, so many things are a shift in perspective. Like there's one simple shift in perspective is so powerful for our lives yeah. and the way that we view things, the way that we view, like I've really been thinking about, you know, the whole nature of judgment and how, you know, when we judge something, it's literally like creating division because we're saying that that mm. thing is no longer growing. And that's the opposite of life. So it's like, and we're not giving it room. To exactly, grow. exactly. And so mm. you're making that be an other, and that's why you know we've used duality so much in order to grow. And so a lot of times in society, we're taught death means you know you have to have a breakdown or you have to be extremely sad, and those are definite real things, and you should not run from them if that's how you feel. No, yes, grieve as much as you need to grieve Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, but also don't feel bad if you have a shift in perspective, um, Mm -hmm. and that you you see, you know, losing my brother as well is still shocking, and I actually feel like the universe being in shock is I feel like one of the greatest blessings like you could ever have because it just allows you to incrementally um I think feel that loss and and not all the magnitude of it all at one time um Mm. but yeah I think a shifting in perspectives and every part of your life like what is the good in this teaching me you know what I mean whether it's with someone passing or it's a job or any type of relationship that you've ever had a lot of times we judge the other person or the situation or the energy of it. Um, and what the universe I feel like has been teaching me lately is because a lot of times we're like, why this? If I said I wanted exactly this, why'd you give me this? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, like what the universe is telling me is like, but do you not see the beauty in what I brought you? <laughs> like, do you, do you not see also that like, okay, like it wasn't exactly that, but do you not see the beauty in what was presented? And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Yeah. Like this brought me, you know, so much um, love, let's say in 2020 at a time when, you know, so much panic was going on or whatever it is, you know, there's always something good about any situation, I think, where you can, you can at least fake it till you make it, (laughs) you Mm, know? Yeah. So. I, I love that. Yeah. You're gaining, you're, we're both gaining angels and so many of us are. And, And, you know, what the blessing about all that is, is that. It, we need it, you know, especially going through what we're going through on the planet and the shift in consciousness. We need as many people on our team on the other side as possible. It doesn't mean that we want them to go at all. I don't want to lose my brother. No. You don't want to, but an, another shift in perspective is that, you know, now we have more teammates that are in a different realm that can see all and that can move mm. in different energies in ways that we can't in the physical vessel. And they can see, yeah. you know, pass forward like, when I walk anywhere, I know I'm going to go somewhere. I usually call on my brother to go, go on the path before me and to clear any other energy that's lower vibrational or that could possibly be, um, you know, detrimental to me to just remove that energy along my path and anywhere that I'm going to step foot. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So I don't know if that's something yeah. that everybody can use because a lot of people have lost people, but for sure. Yeah. And take as much time as you need. You know what I mean? Like it's 
this losing so no one's ever ready right. to lose anyone yeah. no one's ever ready to have to say goodbye you know even though we all know death 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 why can't i even say that um death is inevitable for all of us i've said this so many times none of us are getting out yeah. of here i mean you know what i mean none of us can stay here forever we all gotta go yeah. you know like i said none of us are getting out of here we're all getting <laughs> out of here you know what i mean None of us are gonna. None of us are exempt. (laughs) You know what I mean. We all gotta go. You know, we don't know what our time is. And like, literally, I feel like 2020 kind of showed us all that it's important to live each day and each moment, and just remind people in your life you love Mm -hmm. them and remind everyone that you give a shit about them because you know what I mean. It's like we really just don't know. And that's, you know, that's what I was hoping that this shift was going to bring is that people were going to be shocked into kindness, like shocked into compassion, Mm. shocked into empathy, you know? And I think Mm. a lot of people were, but I'm, I'm very surprised at certain people that are still acting ugly at a time, you know, Mm. unprecedented time. Um, So I think that like we've said before on the show, you know, part of the virus is humanity. And once we can actually shake off um, the infectious behaviors that we have at a lower level that are hatred, angry, anger, greed, all of those things, like mm-hmm. we're literally going to continue to to probably die off until we can get yeah. it together and start vibrating with the energy that the planet is moving into. Yeah. Um, so I know last time on the show, I talked to you about this book called All About yeah. Love. Um, and it's by Bell Hooks. And she basically talks about that, that she basically says that when when you have like situations or in instances of power control greed capitalism love is not present mm. in those moments it's not you they cannot coexist with each other it's impossible yeah you know and so if we literally sit here and think about how our world is and how our world operates and what systems we subscribe to or the things that we subscribe to how can we have love present there when we are hating each other. Right. You know, when we're discriminating against someone because they don't look like us or they don't think like us or they don't, you know, love like you or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like love is not present there and you can't claim Mm. to love someone if you're not operating in full acceptance of that person Mm. and allowing them to grow and spread their wings fully and just be them. And I'll say this, like my aunt that's passing away, like she was that Mm. for me. You know, I was a wild child. <laughs> you know what I mean? Most of the time, my mom did not know what to do with me. So she would either send me to my aunt's house or she would be a, be like, I need you to go call your Aunt Ida because I literally can't right now. <laughs> so I would like go and sit and talk to my Aunt Ida for like an hour or so. Then I'd come back and be like, okay, <laughs> I'm good now. You know what I mean? And my aunt would be like, you know, she's like, your mom just doesn't understand you. It's okay. I get it. Like, you are a unique soul. Like those are the things that she wow, would tell me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm and it just made me feel normal. It made me feel like, okay, like there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just not like everybody else. And that's okay. Yeah. Wow. You know? Um, but yeah, so I really like we're saying, like, I just really would love to see more love being poured out in everything that we do in our society and even like in terms of relationships. Mm. You know, because that's kind of like we're doing relationships part yeah. two. Um, yeah, like, I guess, you know, we're talking about today's topic. Yeah. <laughs> to dive a little bit deeper, you know, relationships part two. Um, because some things have been coming up. Not for me, y'all. <laughs> like, it ain't even me this time. I, Jermaine is over here minding her. Like I said, I'm minding my own damn business. You know, I mean, ain't no, ain't no drama over here with me. Like, I literally am twiddling my thumbs, trying to figure out what show I'm gonna watch and drinking a right. little bit of wine. Right. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's my life. Right. But it's you know, but it's things that we can all like relate to, you know, whether right. we're single or not. Because even if we just observe it in other people, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. But it's like having to do with. Um, I think there's a few like keywords, like this notion of badass bitches. Like, is that harmful? to the mm. feminine energy. Well, what is, what is the definition of a badass bitch or what does that actually entail? I, this, okay, I'm gonna give like what I, or, you, do you wanna give what 
other people's perspective might be. No, I was going to say, should you break down everything that we were going to go over? Or do you want to just, like, let's talk about badass bitches first? <laughs> well, let's, okay, so let's say there's a notion of, like, badass bitches. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think just, um, I think I think overall, overarching, it's just the pendulum swinging a little bit. Like, I think there's been an imbalance in the way that we viewed women, obviously. And I think that women Mm -hmm. are getting or claiming more of their power as they should we need to take our throne and so but i think the pendulum Mm -hmm. is going to swing a little bit where we may be taking we may be becoming um i don't want to say overpowered um but we may be imbalanced in in our thinking thinking. and so but that (laughs) those traditional roles and mindset is still there. There's so there's like a conflict between I'm a badass bitch. I'm educated. I own my house. I don't need anybody. I, you know what I mean? I travel the world. This is what I do. You know what I mean? And then also then there's that, but then I need a man or I need, I want a man that takes care of me or he better make six figures or he better open my door. He better mm-hmm. this, this and that, right. He better drive this car. He better have a nice car. He better, you know what I mean? Like, then we are, we still playing these yeah. roles. There's a lot of I think conflicting um, ideologies and perspectives going on that mm. you know have to be brought back into balance so that we can have divine unions, like we were saying, and we can be both healed and loved in a, in a relationship, um, meaning both parties or if there's multiple parties um, that we're entering into relationships because we've been balanced within ourselves. And so I don't know. To me my perspective of when I hear like someone say, and I, and I've even said, I mean, we will call each other a bad bitch. You know what I mean? But it's not to take away. <laughs> I mean, I am mean, a bad bitch. Know, let's be real. Are, you are like, too. You know, but we're not taking away from, it's not in relation to somebody else. It's not in competition right. to the masculine energy or to another female. It's okay. We're bad because yeah. what we're doing in our lives, we're achieving or we're kind people or whatever. Right. I actually find it very interesting because you touched on this a tiny little bit, but I wanted to like bring this to light a little bit. I find it interesting that so many, I'll say people, but mostly women, because I hear this a majority from my female friends, um, is that the monetary or financial expectations that they have of a partner are so high and they don't even have those things it's either they don't have those things themselves or they have these very interesting expectations where it's like they won't like I won't pay I a man has to always treat me and I'm like why yeah. <laughs> I don't understand you know what I mean like so to break down the first part it's like having all these expectations of wanting a man to take care of you, wanting a man that makes, like you said, six figures or whatever, how many ever figures and drive this specific car. Are you actually wanting the person that comes with all those things? Or are you wanting those things more than the person? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think that's something to really think about, you know, because realistically speaking, if you're wanting the things more than the person, then that means that you are willing to accept less than actually maybe what God really wants for you. Right. Yeah. You know, meaning like you want, you want a kind, a loyal, a trustworthy, a good partner for you, for your, a good dad for your kids or a good mom for your kids or whatever it is. But on the flip side, if you're wanting all these things, and I'm not saying you can't have both. You know what I'm saying? I don't, don't get me wrong. Don't misconstrue my words. I'm just breaking this down incrementally. Okay. So how can you want <laughs> a partner when you're so fixated on the things and not the person and not the values that would align in getting that person? Yeah. You know? It's so I think you said the key word, which we said a lot on the show, is value. You know, what do we mm-hmm. place value on? And I think that we... Yeah, and what values do you have within yeah. you and your core? Like, literally, what value do you have in your mm-hmm. core, you know? And so for mm-hmm. you to then have... It's like anything has to have an equal exchange, right? Like, someone's going to say, if I go to a store, and I'm like, how much is that? $23, now that it's equal, because 
whatever, whatever they're paying kids to make is probably $3. But I'm just saying, I'm going to go, you know, I, I work, I'm going to get my paycheck. I'm going to give you money. You're going to give me the item. Boom. But a lot of times I feel like what's happening is there's like an over accumulation of things. And then I want you to have mm-hmm. accumulated the same amount of things, but not necessarily value. Like not necessarily like right. kindness or patience or generosity or, you know, good communication right. skills. It's okay. Do you equal me externally? You know, with the accumulation right. of wealth or the accumulation of education, whatever it is, do those mm-hmm. elements line up? Right, which is so interesting. It's like, dude, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. It's like, would, but like, it's, it's, I don't know. Like, my mind's blown. <laughs> I don't even have the words. And I know so many, and we, you know, it's again because things have gotten, um, you know, super out of balance. I think. And the energy of the feminine has just been distorted and removed from mm-hmm. religion and removed from history and distorted. I think that, again, we're now reclaiming our, our power, but we just have to be cognizant of, you know, what is power and what is value and what is, um, like, how can we hold space? How can we be the thing that we're trying to attract? And, you know, I have brothers. I have all brothers. Um, and so I just watched this like so many times. And obviously I date women too. And um, I know a lot of women as far as, you know, friendships mm-hmm. go. And they're on both, on both sides, sides of the spectrum. Respect. And there's a lot of <laughs> yes. uh, onus placed on the masculine presenting person. They are expected, mm-hmm. I feel, to do a lot more. And, and be if financially, financially, especially. Yes, financially. Like in terms of yes. like paying for things, uh, for dates, all that. Pursuing. Which is so interesting because me, to me, yeah, like interesting. I'll say it's interesting because money is like the lowest right. form of energy, right? It's like the lowest form of energy, but we value yeah. it so high, you know? We place that over kindness <laughs> and goodness and someone being like a good person. Like, <laughs> what? You can't eat your money. You can't take the shit with you. Yes, money provides you with better opportunities or opportunities to do things or have things. But realistically, at the end of the day, when you are on your deathbed, the things don't mean shit. A lot of the stuff that you value will be thrown in the trash. (laughs) Right. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that, like I said, I think it's coming to the surface. Because right now, I mean, money is fleeting. In the society, especially in the United States, mm-hmm. there's so many business owners that have lost money and lost mm-hmm. wealth and mm-hmm. um, lost their ability to, uh, to 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 have that same place uh, holding, I guess, that they had in society. And you know what I mean? And right. so now it's like humble juice everywhere. Like this is the meek shell inherit the earth time, you know, which is interesting because I looked that up because my brother and I were all about that. And really that's it that yeah we have this whole thing we created um called the order of the meek and mm-hmm. meek actually means kindness and quietness and humility not yes. like necessarily just mm-hmm. poor it means the quiet yes or weak means, yeah i think most people assume meek meaning mm-hmm. weak but it doesn't mean not that at, at all, all. <laughs> it means i i, yeah. I would say observant like I am like even to be observant in a situation, to be quiet, to be to be meek, to be yes. still, to be still and know. You know what I mean? Prior to actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> before you like act, yeah. react. You know what I mean? Like that's such a powerful place, a powerful stance mm. yeah. in life. You know so, what I mean? Yeah, and on and on both ends too. Yeah. I mean. You know, we we feed into that value system that's just no longer working. And we said in the in the last show that like, what did I say? Like, I feel like ninety five percent of relationships on the earth like should not exist. Like, most people have no business being in a well, relationship. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I and I actually thinking more about that. I actually totally agree with you. So prior to this, I'll actually fill the listeners in. We, me and Jessica were having a pretty deep conversation. And this actually brings up something that I wanted to kind of discuss. And I'll put it on myself uh, because I love to, to relate things to myself because, you know, I think it makes people understand things a little bit more. And uh, like, we're relatable, yeah, for you sure. know? 
because I'm a, I am human. I shit and my shit stinks just as much as yours does. Okay. Just saying. I love poop talk. Oh, Whole other conversation. We'll save that for another day. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, but this brings up an interesting point. What you were talking about, like, most people shouldn't be in relationships. I would say in 2019, I dated someone. And I should not have even been dating. Mm. For several reasons. Um, but it's okay. I'm actually glad I did date. Because that was literally that old toxic cycle that I was very attracted to continuing to show its ass and its ugly head that was playing out in my life. And I was attracted to it. You know what I mean? And so I think 2020 for me was amazing because not only did it give me an opportunity to really dive deep within myself and not be distracted by work. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, yes, I worked in 2020, but I spent a lot of time at home I spent a lot of time being still and being quiet and and diving in with myself and tapping in with myself to really understand that toxic cycle and where it came from, you know? And I mean toxic cycle because, you know, this person, like, was continually showing me that they didn't give a fuck about me, but in, in the essence of, like, I'm explaining to them, like, when you do this, it really hurts my feelings. But then they continually hurt my feelings knowing that it hurts my feelings. You know what I mean? But for whatever reason, I was still drawn to that and attracted to that. And I didn't necessarily even walk away. And it really brought up so many reasons as to why. Mm. Why didn't I? Why was I so willing to accept this behavior? Because it's not even what I want. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And I had to realize it was because I was running from myself. Mm. This relationship, this toxic situation was allowing me to continually run from myself, run from actually the reasons why I was attracted to that, which was a a lot of that had to do with like my abandonment issues uh, from my past, but also like really, truly being able to be vulnerable with someone that terrifies me. (laughs) It's scary. Even still now, I'll be honest, being truly vulnerable with some a romantic, I don't know why it's a romantic partner because I can right. be vulnerable with the stranger. I can be vulnerable with my friends. I can be vulnerable with people that I work with. But even last year, this is something I've been working on. And even this year now, um, I'm working on being vulnerable. Like vulnerability for me, showing people who I am. Like even for example, yesterday at work, because I had, you know, I was talking about my aunt, right? Um, so I knew I was going to be able to have the opportunity to talk to my aunt or like my sister was going to video while mm. she was there. You know what I mean? Um, cause my actual family, like I, I wasn't going to be able to go see her, um, for several reasons. One, because COVID and also I'm out working too, because, you know, she, she's pretty much passing, you know what I mean? And so I was in San Francisco working and I, you know, I have to work. I can't not yeah. work. Who's going to pay my bills, <laughs> you know? Um, so it's like you make those hard decisions and well, I didn't really find out all this stuff until I was pretty much leaving anyway. So, um, it was kind of like a too late situation, but I, instead of just like making up an excuse as to why I needed to step away or whatever it was, I literally Mm. was vulnerable and I pulled the producer aside and I said, this is what's happening. You know, I was like, I'm really going through this right now. I'm really not Okay. I said, I'm going to work my ass off today. I'm going to work really hard and we're going to finish. I was like, but I don't know. This, this is what's happening in my life. And I'm going to need a moment. And I'm going to need your support. Wow. Is that okay? And she was like, oh, my gosh. Absolutely, Jermaine. Whatever you need, you just tell me, you know, wow. I, I, I got you. You know? And I, I giving, the, giving people the opportunity mm. to show up for me. Is, is very hard for me because I, I've been raised by a tribe of very strong women who don't, aren't vulnerable because right. we've had to yeah. just handle it and do shit, you know? And so for me, allowing people to show up for me, <laughs> giving them the opportunity, saying, I am really hurting right now, you know? Being vulnerable is hard, but I'm willing to do it I'm practicing on everybody else now. I'm practicing even on y'all right now because I'm being vulnerable with y'all, telling y'all about my shit. 
Um, but yeah, I, I realized in dating that old toxic cycle that I was drawn to was continually re reaffirming that mm. I didn't want to be vulnerable, that I didn't want to show someone who I really was, that I, that I could be, I guess, meek or quiet or, uh, yeah. even weak, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or not have it all together. You know, like I don't always have it together. Sometimes I'm a fucking mess yeah. and it's cool, you know, and learning that for me was so powerful. And so I guess I'm challenging everyone out there because even like what Jessica said, most of us shouldn't be dating, you know, and I love that I'm actually really single right now and I'm not talking to anybody because I'm really just enjoying this time yeah. <laughs> by myself. <laughs> you know, it's really fun. Um, get deep with yourself and figure mm -hmm. out your shit. <laughs> really do that. Because I feel like it really feels, once you understand it, it feels good yeah. to figure out your shit. <laughs> I feel, well, since you're, you know, being vulnerable, same thing with me is, you know, it's very difficult for me to be vulnerable. I was raised with all brothers, so we, I didn't get any, you know, excuses and um, and I didn't give excuses, mm -hmm. you know, and I had this, you know, six foot four Vietnam vet dad who taught us archery and nunchucks <laughs> when I was like yeah. five, you know, um, so it was a very different. Right. I, I love it. But at the same time, like same thing as far as, you know, I didn't date, you know, for maybe 10 years seriously after my last relationship. And, you know, part of the reason was because in that relationship, I it was the first time that I was fully 100% vulnerable. And I felt like I was stung by that. Like I gave my power completely away. Um, and so I didn't trust mm -hmm. myself anymore. So I kind of cocooned my, well, first of all, yeah. you know, once I left the relationship, I delved very deeply into myself, did what I know to do, you know what I mean? Started meditating, working out, doing all of those things. But at the same time, when it came to, so I was great inwardly, but then, and this has to do with part of what we want to talk about too, with setting positive boundaries, mm -hmm. but then also, you know, we can go too far and set toxic walls. Like there can be both. There's a time when you check mm -hmm. in and you get to know, cause it's relative to the person, right? Like your boundaries are going to look different than mine and your definition of boundaries is going to be different than mine. And so there was a time where right. I think I set so many boundaries, quote unquote, that they became walls that kind of like, um, walled me in where I would not allow people to even come in at all. And it was very much like my inner world was my safety, mm. my sanctuary, uh, you know, I'm solo dolo in, in my house. Like I, I've never lived with anybody. So this is my, as far as um, romantically. So my brother that passed even said this about a year or two ago and he said, look, it's time for you to kind of get back out there and be vulnerable again. He used that word because he was like, I feel like mm. you kind of will give someone, if they give you an excuse to, to run or to leave or to um, see a red flag, you will take that and that, and you'll just kind of run with it. So that's why with this current, the you know, last, mm. I think year or two with the person I dated before this one too, I really tried to, Stay in the ring, I call it, and until the until the bell rings, right? So I'm I'm seeing it through. You know, even if I get knocked down, even if you know what I mean, like I'm bleeding, I'm bloody. Maybe I won this round, lost that one, but I'm staying in the ring, and I'm and I'm staying until um, it is complete. Whether that means it's complete, you know, as a life partner, or it's complete for the season that it's in. But I know that I'm gonna stay in the ring. But it's like this balancing act of. Um, how long do you stay in the ring for? And yeah, are you taking less than you deserve? And um, spiritual beings, like, can I alchemize this? Can I transmute this? Can I transcend it? Um, what's the lesson mm. in this? It's like so much this rabbit hole, I think, of even spirituality is very deep because it's, you know, the average person could be like, I saw this, I'm out, right? And for us, it's, it's knowing like, okay, mm. I saw this, should I be out or what is the lesson in this? Did I learn the lesson? How do I feel about that? Am I complete within it? So many dynamics to it. So I same right. thing. Like it's right. uh, challenging for me to be vulnerable too. And I'm still learning how to do that and how to uh, even just feeling rusty from not being in a relationship on top of that for a long time is not easy. 
Yeah. It's all yeah. a process. It's, man, yeah. it's not easy. Like you think to turn that back on again is kind of a challenge, especially if, you know, the other partner is also mm-hmm. very quote unquote, um, has strong boundaries, right? You have two people that have strong boundaries that don't need one another. How do you move beyond those boundaries mm-hmm. into this land of vulnerability where you can right. just be free and know like, you know, I'm here with you, you're here with me. So. Right. I, I guess that. So it's interesting. So everyone talks about in terms of relationships, right? They always right. want to say it's all about compromise, right? Um, and I actually feel like in therapy, my therapist used to say like, it actually mm. should be more about collaboration versus compromise because compromising means that both parties, mm. either one person's giving up something or some the other person's giving up something in yeah. order for things to work. You know what I mean? But when you're collaborating together, you're both coming at the problem or the issue and saying, you know what, let's tackle this together Mm. and figure out something that works for both of us, you know? And so I think that it's very interesting how even in terms of vulnerability, right? And how we all like want to have, like live within our own comfortable walls of our boundaries, right? Of, or, or toxic, our toxic walls, whatever you want to call them. Cause I mean, obviously there is a, there is a gauge because one boundary can be healthy. Like for example, I think I was talking about this with you earlier, Jessica, it was like, maybe someone says, I right. want to be friends with you first before we date, you know? Um, but you know, if you look up two years later and you're still friends with that person, maybe you've been right. intimate and they're not committing or, you know what I mean? Like you, then it kind of is like, is this, a boundary or is this you you using mm. this as an opportunity to right. not commit or whatever you know what i mean i mean it's just interesting um but to get to that place of vulnerability with each yeah. other you yeah. have to work together <laughs> you know you both have to work together and it's not a matter of you giving things up it's like I understand that you've been through x y and z i understand that you have these walls built up how can mm. I show up for you to help you come out from behind those walls so that you can meet mm. me in this place of vulnerability? But also that person has to have the willingness to want to come out. So that's where the collaboration comes in. So it's not just on one side and one party. It's both sides. So the other person has to say, you know what? I see your efforts to collaborate with me to bring me into the space of vulnerability. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to come out slowly but surely as I'm comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to give you the opportunity. Yes, maybe I've been hurt in the past. Maybe trusting didn't work out so well. You know what I mean? In the past. But I'm Mm. going to give this a shot. Because you seem, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like you are collaborating with me to allow this beautiful space so I'm going to feel comfortable enough to do that you know what I mean it's like if we approached things that way (laughs) we would be so much better off but instead yeah you're over there preaching (laughs) I even blew my own mind a little bit with that (laughs) sometimes sometimes it comes out I don't know and then like two minutes later I'm gonna start talking about poop so it's fine Oh, duality. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, But yeah, like we, but unfortunately within our society, you know, I think we are, most of us, and I'll even say this for myself because I've been this exact same way in the past up until, I mean, I have a lot of awareness now and I haven't had the opportunity to practice again, um, but I'm open to it. Maybe this is that. Wow. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> I, I hate you. <laughs> the only reason why, the only reason why, okay, I'll let the listeners in on all of it. So basically a friend of mine suggested um, that we do a little almost, <laughs> kind of, yeah. Movie. Should we call Pretty it much. a dating show? I don't, all right. Ugh, I hate it. Um, I hate it. Okay, you guys, I'm going to be honest. So this is another Jermaine's being vulnerable. Um, I don't know why I hate the idea of being set up. It's just, I think I'm a control freak. (laughs) I'm a control freak. I like to have control over things. So the idea of having to be vulnerable and relinquish my control to someone or other people to set me up on a date, (laughs) I don't like it. Well, (laughs) 
I don't like it. So let's do this. I'm so, going to be honest. Yeah, I'm being so honest. friend was saying, we go. That, you know, why don't we do a show where she goes out on a few dates and we kind of talk yeah. about it on the show. And I think that's a great idea. And obviously it's up to Jermaine. But yes, if if you guys are listening and you think that's I something mean, you'd I, like to see and we will post it also to YouTube so you can you can <laughs> actually see her reaction, facial expressions. I mean, I'm not going to obviously one if I if I decide to do right. that, I'm not going to divulge people's names. That's not OK, because obviously if I don't like them or whatever. No. Um, so there's there's that there's that also privacy and, you know, people's anonymity. Like we got to keep this, you know, um, there's that's one. Two. Um, yeah, you got, you're not going to get to see the dates, but I'll definitely do a little wrap up. I'll say bachelorette number one, two, and three or whatever. Only three. Cause I, I don't think I can do more than three. That seems like, Oh, I already hate this. Um, <laughs> my whole point of that was, I forgot even my whole point. Damn. Oh, approaching things in a toxic way. Like how we did things in the past, you know, like you have to approach things differently. So you know what? Maybe this is okay. So I have to take my own advice. Awesome. So then fine, I'll do it. <laughs> Fine, fine. I'll do it. I'm going to approach this. I'm going to try. Okay, I'm going to try. I'm going to show up. I, I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm so. This makes me so uncomfortable. But for the sake of the show, for the sake of taking my own advice, you know what I mean? Because I can't dish shit out that I'm not willing to take. You know, especially because I've been doing so much work on myself, and I cannot call myself a spiritual being. If I'm not willing to, you know, right. do the same thing okay, that I'm so telling y'all to do. <laughs> we will get back so. to this. And also, since Jermaine Ugh. shouldn't know what's going on, it. if any of you I have any thoughts on this, any ideas, any dating oh, potentialities, hit me up in my DM at the Jessica Spencer. Jessica. On the ground. I'm going to also need, this is Jermaine. I'm going to need y'all to also go back. <laughs> on some previous episodes and listen to some of the things that I've said in terms of how I am, what I desire. But I already know. about so the bullshit. If you either. DM me, so, then we'll talk. We'll talk about it. <laughs> and don't be, She's weird. Don't be anyway. Weird. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. I, I actually am really weird. Most people don't understand that about me. Actually, that's one thing. I'll say this. So the producer that I was working with yesterday also, she was like, I saw your Instagram and I kind of thought you were just like, you were so beautiful, but you're like kind of like, she was like, you're kind of like a badass. She's like, I was kind of scared of you, like, or intimidated. And I was like, but then it's funny because she spent all day with me. And then I was like full weird. Like they put me on this little like <laughs> lazy Susan thing because they were doing this like gif of my outfit of every single angle of it. And like my silly ass <laughs> is all swirling around. Oh my, I'm just a nut. Like, most people have a perception of who I am, but I I'm really it. not that at all. I love it. All right. So. Okay. Anywho. Anywho. First of all, I hate um, it. So we will get back to that. But yeah, I think we can talk about relationship stuff and we will continue because it's one of the most important things in our lives. And it's not just romantic. Yeah. I mean, we're leading up to Valentine's Day. Oh, like that was a pause. <laughs> What I'm just saying, we were. We're leading up to Valentine's Day. It's coming Definitely. just around the Definitely. river bend. So, you know, we're all about love in general, but um, we love talking about this and definitely be aware, people, of it's so important to set strong boundaries, but also to know why you're setting them and to also reevaluate those boundaries that you've set and see if they're still applicable. Um, and also, you know, evaluate if those boundaries that you set have become toxic walls. And that are also, not only are they keeping you insulated, yes. they're actually keeping um, the outer world continuing to be external. And so that might be, you know, just check in with yourself on everything and reevaluate, you know, every part of your life. We do that about you yeah. know, our, our careers. We do it about, you know, where we're living and all of that. So I think we should definitely be doing that with ourselves and with boundaries that we set and checking in to make sure, like, is this still applicable to my life? Is it still, you know, something that's positive or has it, you know, right. outlived itself at this point. And mm -hmm. am I the same person that set these boundaries? Right. And did you set them based on fear? You know, or did you set them based on healing? Mm -hmm. A lot of times mm -hmm. we set these boundaries, like we were talking about before right. the show, 
and we set them, but we don't actually do the work to to set healthy boundaries because we didn't heal. Like the word healthy has the word heal in it, right? So if we're just like, this was a bad relationship, this is my next boundary, mm. but you didn't, you just jumped into the next relationship, set a boundary, but there's a gap there between that relationship and your healing process. So that's something we need to reevaluate yes. as well when we're talking about boundaries because a lot of people keep throwing out, set up, set boundaries, mm. set boundaries. Well, wait a minute. You know, is this a boundary or is it a toxic right. wall? Is it based on fear or is it based on love? Is it, you know what I mean? Right. Mm. Yes. That's a good way to think about it. Is this based off of fear? Am I setting this boundary based off of fear or a bad experience? A bad, ex- a bad experience. Why can't I even talk? I'm nervous about this shit. <laughs> um, is this based off of a bad experience that I've had in the past? Or is this something that I actually, you know, Right. Want exactly. to set a precedent yeah. with. In a healthy way. Everything mm-hmm. in a healthy, in a healthy way. way. Right. Is this healthy or is this me setting up walls to keep people from me or Correct. to keep myself yeah. from being vulnerable? Because when you set up walls, it doesn't just keep you from getting hurt. Yep. It keeps just you like, from getting just what like you greed. Want to. So holding on too tight. You know, yeah. your hands are clenched so you can, so they're not open to receive. Mm-hmm. Same thing with, yeah. Right. Yeah. You have to give and receive. The flow. circle it's all a flow. of life. <laughs> Lord, I knew, so, I knew something else was coming. I didn't know when it was going to pop out. I just knew. I just knew it was coming. Oh, ladies and gents, we love you. Thank you for listening. What? Yes. Thank you for tuning Thank in. You. Hit. Thank you. Yes. Somebody oh my hold God. my hand because they hate oh, Jessica Spencer. She is at Jermaine Nichols with a G. Don't hit her up in the DM because she's don't not supposed to know. Don't do that. Because, exactly. Well, also, too, because then I'm going to be irritated because I've already said a million times, please don't DM me. Unless you're Lena Way. Unless you're, oh, you, know who, you know who. But I'm not okay. saying her name. But anybody else, I said I'm DM not saying me for her. Um, and let's talk and we will actually, you know, put out more information about when that will be dropping. And, uh, yeah, definitely sending everybody light, love, continue to raise your vibration, continue to shift those perspectives into one of healing and health and wellness, continue to, you know, (laughs) check back in with these boundaries that you're setting and just evaluate if they are truly healthy. If not, go ahead and dissolve them, release them. Because you're yes. worth it. Yeah. Because you're worth it. Yes. You're worthy Absolutely. of yeah. being healed, whole, and happy. Okay. Well, if you're not following us at Ascended Queens on the gram, please do so. We also will be putting out some new YouTube content very soon for y'all's listening pleasure. And feel free to hit us up and let us know if you want us to discuss any other new topics yeah. or whatever. And we're going to do uh, some down. clubhouse content as well coming up <laughs> soon. So check us out. We're everywhere. Yes. Yes. Right. All right. Well, I guess this is Love you. a wrap. <laughs> Peace. Whatever you Love you. Want, whatever you need.